Are you ready to find the missing link in your wellness journey? Do you want to learn how specialized women-owned businesses can collectively help you achieve the goals you want for your mind, body, and soul? Hi, my name is Dr. Kelly Alhui, founder of Orthopelvic Physical Therapy, and Molly Atala, former teacher and manager of Orthopelvic. Together, we are on a mission to help women know that there is help for whatever their needs are. From cosmetic tattoo artists to naturopath doctors, we break down different methods and treatment that women may not know are available to them by drastically improving their quality of life. We believe that no one can achieve the results they desire going down one path with one practitioner. And that is why we come together to collaborate. This podcast is for all women, especially for those who want more information on improving their overall well-being and would like to learn about methods and treatment and care that they may be unaware of. So let us connect the pieces of the puzzle for you. While listening, you will learn about local female-run businesses and understand that when providers work together to have a collective approach, we can reach the best outcomes for you. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back for another episode of Collaborative Connections with Orthopelvic Physical Therapy. I'm super excited. Today, I have with me a chronic pelvic pain specialist, a DO, doctor of osteopathy, Dr. Monica Zeroli. Welcome, welcome. Hi, yay. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So excited to have you. The first time I met Dr. Monica, she reminded me that it is Zeroli like cannoli. So now I cannot, I cannot see or think about you without craving some Italian desserts. So yep. that's on you. That's my backup plan is Zeroli's cannolis and we'll just open a cannoli oh shop. Oh my gosh. That is so good. You know that even like Whole Foods would get on buying that. That's how exactly. amazing it sounds. Exactly. I love it. Uh, well, Dr. Monica works for our friends, Pelvic Rehabilitation Medicine. Um, so it is a really fantastic uh, pelvic pain specializing clinic of physiatrists out of Bethesda. So I am super excited. It's a big point of collaboration for us. A lot of times, I mean, pain med docs and PTs need to be on the same page and supporting each other. So I'm very, really, really excited to talk to you, Monica. If you could kind of just start us off, just telling us a little bit more about you, you know, what inspired you to get into this field? I mean, obviously physiatry itself is, is a bit niche, but pelvic pain specifically definitely is. Yeah. So, um, when I was, I've lived around, moved around a lot, um, and I was working for a doctor in Denver who was an osteopathic physician and just loved what he did. He kind of did a more holistic approach to things, um, decided to go to med school, um, and has, I've always had an interest in sort of sexual health, women's health. Um, those sorts of things are just, I, I don't really know where that comes from. It's just something that I've always felt like in my soul, I need to be doing, mm. um, so when I went into med school, I actually initially thought that maybe I would be an OBGYN. Um, <laughs> but as it turns out, I don't like surgery and I don't like delivering babies. <laughs> so not the best specialty for me. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, found physiatry, which is basically, you know, we say it's the specialty of function. That's our organ system is function. Um, we're one of the few specialties that uh, physical therapists know us well, but nobody else does. That's um, so true. 
<laughs> like every PT is like, oh yeah, PM&R, totally. But everyone else is like, I've never heard of you, even though they're doctors. It um, sounds like so a fake doctor. It, it sounds like, oh, what kind of doctor are you? I'm a physiatrist. Physiatrist. They're like a podiatrist. I'm like, no. Yeah. Are you saying physician wrong? <laughs> yeah. yeah no. <laughs> um, yeah. So I have to explain what a DO is. Then I have to explain what PM&R is. And then I have to explain what your pelvic floor is. <laughs> so I have uh, a lot of educating that I do on a daily basis. Um, but yeah, I found physiatry and then really was kind of looking for that job that would kind of tie together all of these interests of, you know, that knowledge of function, that knowledge of pain science, of all of that anatomy, muscles and nerves, and those things that we really specialize in in PM&R mm -hmm. um, with some of these interests that I've always had. And um, I didn't think it existed, to be quite honest with you, and mm -hmm. kind of went down the Google rabbit hole and was trying to find it and um, found pelvic rehab medicine and Dr. Shrikande and um, interviewed with her and was like, please, please hire me. <laughs> You've made my dream job and I need to have it. <laughs> um, yeah, so here we are. I love that. That is um, really similar to Dr. Lauren. Dr. Lauren um, came to our staff very similarly, which I love. Um, and she actually emailed, she just wanted to kind of pick Kelly's brain or maybe do some shadowing yeah. uh, even. I'm just like, wow, you've created this business. That is absolutely my dream. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then um, so osteopathy is as like my understanding um, is kind of like more of that whole person approach, like as much as you can kind of proactively facilitating wellness versus reactively um, kind of treating illness, clearly not always possible Absolutely. with, with pain, but yep. um, yeah. Can you, can you help us just uh, give a little more of a clear picture there? Sure. Yeah. So it's kind of the idea that the body inherently can find ways to heal itself. Um, and, and our job as physicians, as providers, as practitioners of any kind is to support that healing of the body, the the science behind it, the pathophysiology of the human body is so cool and it's so mm -hmm. complex. And so much of the time, the things that we're doing can kind of work against the body's natural reaction to want to heal itself when it's hurting or in danger. Um, so, true. so osteopathic medicine is kind of that focus on like the whole person. So sort of treating that mind, body, spirit sort of connection that holistic side of it. And then also a lot of support to, to let the body heal itself. Um, we also have 200 extra hours in medical school of just musculoskeletal medicine. So we learn all of um, the osteopathic manipulative medicine. So those techniques that um, unfortunately I don't have a whole lot of time to do on a daily basis, but I rely on my physical therapist very, very greatly. Um, that manual manipulation, those myofascial releases, counter strain, muscle energy type techniques, um, which as a DO and PM&R, it's just like a match made in heaven. You know, I, I always joked with my MD colleagues, I'm like, I don't even know what you guys are doing here. <laughs> um, I would do osteopathic lectures for my MD colleagues. We did workshops all the time because like, you really just need to understand anatomy. You really need to understand how the human body works together um, and how to heal it and how to fix it um, in some really cool ways. So I love yeah. that. That's so funny. I didn't realize that, yeah, we were doing what you also know how to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we always say uh, clients I, or prospective clients will call and kind of ask like, okay, well, do you, um, do you guys do like ultrasound? Do you do biofeedback? Like things like that. And I say, you know, no, we really like to work with the wisdom of your body. Yep. Um, and that's really where we start. You know, if we need to 
we need to do some like stim on some dry needling or something, then yeah, that's totally sure. fine. But um, we want you to know what is happening, mm-hmm. be able to, you know, like if somebody can't relax their pelvic floor, okay, well, let's figure out how we can get to that place. They can't relax and contract. Um, and then it can't be something that's happening accidentally because of like an electric shock. We need to right. be able to know how to do this on our own. And then, like you said, function, function is the most important. Like you can function, do function. all the Kegels <laughs> in the world. You can be like, I don't know, you can have like a 10 pound Yoni egg, like up your badge. Um, but it doesn't mean that you can go on a run without leakage, exactly. you know, it's, it's, there's not the connection there. And that's, I think that one size fits all sometimes there is, it's so wonderful. The things that are available, um, on the internet and the things people come up with. Um, but yeah. sometimes there is too much of that one size fits all, um, where they need, you know, PT is like our staff and they need um, doctors like you to go ahead and and look at them individually. And I love that kind of calling towards, um, you know, sexual health and and women's health in a way. And I like um, on your, on the pelvic rehab website under your bio, kind of talking about, Dr. Zeroli mentioned that, you know, like it's not an asterisk. Like it's Mm -hmm. not, this isn't an afterthought of women's health. Um, And I love for us, I know we work a lot and people don't realize that pelvic health PTs um, do this, uh, but, and then you guys support this as well. Um, Inability to orgasm or weak orgasms or things like that. Like we can absolutely, um, you know, revolutionize that for you because it shouldn't be, yeah, you shouldn't be, I mean, uh, what a great release, Um, but we shouldn't (laughs) be uh, in a place of, you know, I've never, you know, been able to do this or, you know, since I've had kids, it's been really weak or whatever it is. Um, and I mean, you just know, like if the, the males of the world out there had issues, which when they do, so here's the thing, uh, (laughs) it's so funny because when women have like pain with their intercourse or weak orgasm or no orgasm or something like that, they come to us after X amount of months and years Mm -hmm. to seek treatment. And if a man has trouble with ejaculation or anything, (laughs) I'll be like, how long has this been going on? Um, approximately, yeah. an hour. Yeah. I'll be in today. So <laughs> do you have an appointment immediately? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, yeah we do treat, we do treat whenever we treat males for that. It's always like, I've been dealing with this for approximately five minutes. I can't do five <laughs> minutes more. Yep. Yeah. Because they're programmed more to realize that something's wrong if it's painful. Whereas women just like historically, you get your first period and they're like, yeah, it's going to hurt. You're going to have cramps. That's normal. Or oh yeah, you're going to get a speculum exam and it's uncomfortable and that's normal. So like even just the idea that there's pain or discomfort or that you don't love it or that you're not getting pleasure from it, like nobody cares mm-hmm. about women's pleasure just as a whole separate conversation. But yeah, absolutely. It's, it's that same idea that, that, you know, I have women come in here and they're in their forties and fifties and they're like, wait a minute, sex has always just hurt. And I have just tolerated it because I thought that was what I was supposed to do. Yeah. Um, I love talking about sex. I love talking about sex with my patients. I love getting them to open up about those sorts of things because it's one of those functional, it's an activity of daily living. Like it's, yes. it mm-hmm. is definitely something that, that needs to be out there and needs to be talked about. Um, but there aren't a lot of physicians that are physicians that are comfortable talking about it. So um, kind of being that point person is really important to me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it is a great, yeah absolutely daily activity, daily living, and it's a part of wellness. So yeah, Yeah. I love that. Uh, What do you find? So with your practicing, what do you feel like makes you unique as a practitioner? Um, so I think, you know, one of the things is, is my history a little bit. So I went into medicine a little bit late. 
um, after high school. I actually went to culinary school in San Francisco and bounced around and worked as a chef and lived wow. a lot of different places and met a lot of different people um, and then kind of fell into medicine in a different way. So I went a little bit older, sort of that non-traditional route they talk about, um, mm -hmm. have a lot more experience behind me when it comes to just communicating with different types of people. Mm -hmm. um, I think that really has set me apart from when I was a med student up until now in practice. Um, and now that I'm kind of in, in this setting, I have the freedom to, to use those skills finally. Um, that on top of being a DO, which I am very proud of, <laughs> I love those skills. Um, I really think that that sets me apart. I think my communication with patients is just something that sort of connection, right? For what mm -hmm. we do, especially pelvic health, sexual health, um, you know, I do see men and women, um, and just being able to find some common ground and to get that connection and to share sort of, you know, I haven't been through these experiences, but I, I want you to know that this is a safe space for you to talk about it. Um, I feel like I'm really good at sort of finding ways to connect with people um, and making sure that they're comfortable and that they understand what's happening with their body um, and empowering them to, to take control of some of this stuff and to understand that in order to heal, a lot of it is going to be on them um, mm. to participate and to, to really get in that headspace of like, I want to get well. Um, so I think that that's something that's really, I'm proud of with myself. <laughs> yeah, you should be. Um, I love that. And people do, people absolutely need to feel safe and comfortable with you and actually look forward. I mean, they, they should look forward to seeing you exactly. um, and coming exactly. in. And when you, yeah, when you can find that, those uh, points of commonality and just a way in, um, yeah. we, we used to talk about that with teaching a lot, like finding a way in with students yep. and it is so great. Like it's, it's great to just establish that trust. And I feel like with, with our practice too, um, I do try to match make, um, just who I think would be like a good fit with, with yeah, anybody you have to. Um, because, yeah, because I do want everyone to enjoy that. And I do exactly. feel like I've been talking to our PTs lately about like, you guys are becoming like expert manifestors because everyone is really like getting where it'll just be like, well, this is the time that's open. This is the person you're seeing, um, that you start with and that's yeah. who you're going to carry through with. And they've just been manifesting these like perfect clients for them which makes me so happy. Like, yeah. I love that. I'm just Incredible. like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to invite this. I'm going to invite these you know, like patients here. Yeah. Just, just comes. You basically created this company. Just kidding. I mean, you asked for it when you researched, you're like, I'm going to set to Google. And yeah. Please, please. This is what I want to do. <laughs> I love it. Um, what do people so typically see you for? I know there's a big range, um, very similar to what people see us for clearly yeah. in conjunction um, what are you seeing most often? Uh, are there conditions that you're, um, find extra fascinating, anything like yeah. that? Yeah. So, um, like I said before, I do see males and females, um, sort of, you know, chronic pelvic pain, but really like anything from the belly button to the mid thigh, mm. um, is kind of the specialty. So I see SI joint pain, uh, tailbone pain, um, pubic symphysis pain, postpartum, um, you know, any and all pelvic floor issues. So vaginismus, any bladder or bowel issues. Mm. Um, and then truthfully, like, you know, I, I love all of my patients, but I do, I love sexual health. I love, you know, you have the young patients come in and they're having issues. I mean, men or women, you know, Absolutely. pain with erection, pain with ejaculation, pain with penetration, um, anorgasmia, those sorts of things, mm -hmm. getting those conversations going and getting these patients 
more functional in that space is so satisfying um, mm. because it's something that they didn't think would ever be possible. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I, I love that. That's, um, but yeah, we kind of, we kind of treat the gamut. We can kind of do it all. <laughs> I love it. And do you, do you see those types of things, um, like more as cross, so thinking about like, you know, with that we see too, you know, pain with erection mm-hmm. or anorgasmia and stuff, are mm-hmm. you seeing that more as a result of uh, lifestyle and medications or more as like chronic, you know, like, is it more of a yeah. primary or a secondary thing? So it, it kind of depends on the patient, but some of them, I think for men, pain with ejaculation, pain with erection, I think it's more of a primary issue, mm. um, more just that pelvic floor dysfunction that we just need to like bust through, get those muscles and nerves firing properly, mm. get them in alignment and get them going. Yeah. Um, get them a standing women, desk. Exactly. <laughs> Stop sitting so much. Yeah. <laughs> um, women, I think is it's usually a little bit more complicated because there's a lot more chronic issue. Um, mm-hmm. things that have just been normalized for a very long time. So you're doing a lot of treating of the mind too. Um, you know, that's something that I also really focus on, especially with chronic pain is that, you know, yes, we are going to be doing medications. We're probably we need gen therapy. We're going to be doing manual work, um, maybe include some pr- procedures or injections, but if you're not working on your mind too, you're never going to get out of that chronic pain cycle. So, you know, I always say everyone should be in therapy, whether you think you need it or not, everyone should have a therapist. If you don't think you need it, go once a month. Um, maybe that's our generation. That's just like, yeah, it's totally normal. Get a therapist. Um, so, but even like mindfulness, meditation, diaphragmatic breathing, the things that, mm-hmm. you know, therapists go over, um, yoga, um, I always, you know, if they are afraid to add that part, I'm like, dude, just put on like a YouTube video when you're in the shower, five minutes, do some breathing, use the water as part of your meditation and like kind of recenter yourself for the day. Um, I think that that's something that's so crucial to get out of that, that chronic pain cycle and to break that. Yeah. I love that. I completely agree. Um, yeah, it is. And a lot of it does go back to, um, conditioning and, and cultural conditioning that, mm-hmm male pleasure is essential yeah. and that female pleasure is consequential. Yeah. Um, and oh, female God. pain is like, you know what I mean? Like that's just, <laughs> yeah. It's so painful when you say it. <laughs> it's so true. It's just, yeah. And so it's, I love, it's great to be, uh, you know, on the front lines of that, which yeah. is phenomenal and therapy. Yeah. I know, uh, one of my friends, uh, she, you know, I feel like if you have kids, you also like definitely need to be in therapy because you're reparenting yourself and you're just like, yeah. Ooh. Um, yeah. one of my friends was really nervous, uh, just like feeling, you know, feeling nervous as you do, like that you're messing up your kids X, Y, Z. And she, oh, yeah. her therapist said, okay, well, what's your greatest fear? And she's like, well, I don't want them to end up right here in therapy. And her therapist <laughs> looked at her and was like, but is that a bad thing? Like, is that the worst <laughs> thing for your child to end up in therapy? Yeah. Like, it's just hard to human. So right. just, you know, it's not, yeah. and we fact, all need to like place blame. It's probably the best case scenario if they end up in therapy, because it means they're self-aware enough to know that they need yes, it. Yes. <laughs> yes. They're not atrophying in their exactly. profession. Of, yeah, exactly. I love that. If you like this podcast, please download, share, and review so that we can continue to share our mission more widely and support even more women and women-owned businesses on their wellness journey and self-care journey. You can also find us at www.orthopelvicpt.com on Instagram and YouTube at orthopelvicpt and on TikTok at orthopelvicpt1. 
At Ortho Pelvic PT, we are primarily pelvic health therapists that practice treating hip pain, low back pain, leakage, postpartum, pregnancy, pubic symphysis dysfunction, prolapse, tailbone pain, and the list goes on and on. Whether you are struggling with acute pain or chronic issues, we would love to chat with you and recommend the next steps of just giving us a call and we'd love to chat today. Thank you.